Welcome to the podcast filled with his love, the only podcast that draws upon both religion and psychology to help you strengthen your attachment relationships. Here's your host, Dr. Russ Osgothorpe, Emeritus Professor of Instructional Psychology and Technology, author and speaker. His latest book entitled Filled with His Love, Strengthening Our Attachment to God and to Others is available on Amazon now. There is a scene in Les Miserables where Jean Valjean forgives Javert, the police inspector who has been tracking down Jean Valjean all of his life. But then Javert is tied to a post, and Jean Valjean is given a knife to kill him. Javert says to Valjean, You have waited for this all of your life, and it's only right that you should kill me with that knife. But instead of killing Javert, Valjean uses the knife to cut the ropes that bind Javert's wrists together. Javert assumes that Valjean has as much vengeance toward him as Javert has toward Valjean. But Valjean says, You've got it wrong. You've always had it wrong. I'm just a man no better than any other man. Now go. You are free. Javert's freedom, gifted him by the one who should have hated him more than anyone on earth, is more than Javert can bear. It's almost as if the vengeance he has always held in his heart for Valjean explodes, and he can't live with himself any longer. So he tragically takes his own life. The scene has much to teach us about relationships. Our relationship with ourselves, with God, and with others Valjean had stolen property earlier in life, but he paid for his crime, repented before God, and felt redeemed. Javert was a bitter man who could see no good in someone who had stolen, no matter how long ago the theft had occurred. He looked at Valjean and said, Once a thief, always a thief. This was quite a theme in the musical version of Les Miserables. That's why he had it all wrong. As Valjean tried to help him understand, people can change. Redemption is real. I offer this example because it is one of the most dramatic examples of misperception I can think of. Javert totally misperceived Valjean, and that misperception turned their relationship toxic. Vengeance, I believe, is the most potent form of toxicity. I do not think that most people experience the level of vengeance that somehow ruled Javert. But to a lesser degree, we all have misperceptions, however small and seemingly insignificant, and those misperceptions can wreak havoc with our relationships. People do not act on reality. They act on their perception of reality. This may seem an obvious point, but it can help us understand why we are so often baffled by the way someone else responds to us. Javert misperceived Valjean totally. He saw him as a criminal, a materialistic thief. And yet Valjean was not a thief at all. Yes, he had stolen, but now he was a new creature. But Javert could not see it. So when Valjean forgave Javert and basically saved his life, Javert could not take the expression of love because he knew he did not deserve it. His misperceptions led to his demise. 
Now, let's bring it down to a more common everyday event. I like to swim. I like to swim so much that I usually swim six days a week. So picture a rectangular pool with three lanes without lane dividers, just markers on the tiles on the bottom of the pool. One day there was only one other swimmer in the pool, and he was on the opposite side of the pool from me. We were happily swimming in our lanes when a woman entered the pool and began walking back and forth crosswise on one end of the pool. I could see that I could no longer swim all the way to the end of the pool, so I began turning early so I didn't collide with the woman. The other swimmer kept swimming in the same old way, forcing the woman to shorten her trek across the pool. This went on for a while, and I must say I wondered why the woman did not simply take the empty lane between me and the other swimmer. That would have made things a lot easier, but she was intent on walking along the short side of the pool. Then something interesting happened. She stopped me on one of my laps and said, You can go all the way to the end now. I can't go across the pool anymore, so I won't be in your way. Her comment caught me short because I wasn't sure she had even realized that she had disrupted my laps. But she had. So I stopped, stood in the pool for a few minutes, and talked with her. When she saw that I was interested in talking with her, she explained, You know, I've had a hard time doing too much of this in the pool because my hip was crushed in an accident 25 years ago. She then went on to describe how a young man on his way to prom hit her while she was crossing a very busy street in our city. I spent six weeks in the hospital and then three months in a rehab center. I've never been the same. I realized I had misperceived that woman. My perception of her was just wrong. There was nothing else she could do. She couldn't go the length of the pool, so she walked across the short way. It all made sense, but only after I understood why she was doing what she was doing. Now, let's bring this even closer to home. Look at the pandemic. Misperceptions all over the place. Some see scientists as their enemies. Others see politicians as their enemies. Some even succumb to conspiracy theories. It's all around us every day. So many misperceptions and misunderstandings. And look what all of the misperceptions have done to our relationships. Friendships have been broken, all because one person looks at the pandemic in a way and another person perceives it in a completely different way. If spouses see the same thing differently, it can strain the relationship. If siblings see things differently, they can stop talking to each other. Attachment relationships demand that we see each other as God sees us. Not until we invite His presence into our lives will our misperceptions dissolve and we will come to see things as they really are. No one who has ever lived has been more misperceived than the Savior Himself. The Sadducees and Pharisees could not perceive him to be the Son of God. They just couldn't. He was standing right in front of them, working miracles. And they could do nothing but criticize him for doing it. Even his own disciples periodically forgot that he was really who he said he was. We need to make sure, or at least as much as we can, 
that our perceptions are accurate. We need to do all we can to avoid misperceiving others, ascribing motives to their actions that are totally wrong. Javert could not believe that Valjean had pure motives, but he did. I kept wondering about the motives of the woman swimming against me in the pool, but her motives were also pure. And Christ's opponents kept ascribing selfish motives even to the Savior of the world, who never did anything unless it was out of love. So every day I can ask myself, am I seeing things the way God sees them? Am I trying to act on God's perceptions rather than my own perceptions? If I do these things, I am certain my attachment to God and to others will grow stronger.